Relic Radio. This is Relic Radio Sci-Fi, old-time radio science fiction stories from RelicRadio.com. like a terrible nightmare. Even now, I sometimes wake from a dream and find myself shaking from the memory of it. I'll never forget when I first saw him. A man so monstrous, so unhuman, that I refused to think it could ever happen again to anyone else. But who can be sure? Others have had the same idea. Oh, yes, the law forbids it, but laws are broken every day. Will it happen again to someone else? Someday? In the future, perhaps, perhaps it will happen to many. I don't want to see it. To hear the story of this strange monster, listen in a moment to 2000 Plus. in the world of tomorrow. Dramatic stories of science fiction from the years beyond 2000 A.D. Today, an amazing story of science uncontrolled. The giant walks. <laughs> That's what you are, monsters. That's it. Fight to fill your slimy stomachs. Feed the rats, Dr. Zed. Always feed the rats. If you weren't big enough already. If I had my way, I'd kill all you rats. That's what I'd do. I wouldn't go close to the pockets. A rat four feet long can be quite a nasty little thing. Oh, yes, 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 Dr. Ellsworth. Is everything ready, Weston? Yes, Dr. Ellsworth. Yes, sir. Then open the cage. Look at it. Cool. I've never seen a rat run a maze so rapidly. Check that gold gradient, Weston. Yes, Doctor. The rat's in the food box now. Let me see. 11.8. There. You see, Weston? Not an unusual intelligence. Just high. Well above that of the average rat. Look at them. The power in those legs. Barstow. <laughs> Just imagine what they could do with their teeth if they had the chance. It's frightening to think what would happen if all rats were giant rats. If they got loose, it's evolution, Barstow. Merely the scientific elimination of growth barriers. Now that your experiment is a success, we can tell the world. Your theories will be accepted. You'll regain your rightful place in science. Not yet, Barstow. Not yet. I'm already at work on what I consider will be an ultimate experiment. It's only a matter of calculating, checking, and verifying data on the rats so we can build a larger pituitary revitalizer. 
What animal do you have in mind for this new experiment, Dr. Ellsworth? What animal? Well, there's only one that I could possibly be interested in now. It's the next logical step. Surely you can't mean us, Bosto. A man. You wanted to see me, Dr. Ellsworth? Yes, Weston. I want to talk to you about the experiment on human beings. I want you to help me with the experiment. But I... I hope you're not thinking of me, Dr. Ellsworth. I... I really don't think that I... matter, Weston? Don't you think it would be valuable to give yourself to science? Well, it would seem that there are so many to choose from. So many, Weston? Who, for example? I'm sure that old Hawkins won't do. And we really can't kidnap anyone... Dr. Ellsworth, I, I was... I'd say it would be a great honor to be the first real Superman on Earth. Well, how about Barstow? Exactly, Weston. Just what I was leading up to. <laughs> you seem relieved. Yes. In Barstow, we have a real physical specimen. And he seems to have quite a boundless enthusiasm for the future of mankind. An attitude you apparently don't share. How could we get him to agree to it? Psychology, Weston. It's merely a matter of appealing in the proper manner to his scientific judgment and sense of fair play. Now, here is what I want you to do when he gets back. See you back, Barstow. Dr. Ellsworth, Weston tells me you're ready to begin the final experiments on man. Yes, Barstow, I soon hope to be the first of a new race. A race that will make the man of today look like a pygmy, puny, and insignificant. If the experiment succeeds, my physical size will double or even triple. I'll be able to live at least 300 years instead of the 100 or so odd years a man can expect today. The brain cells will probably also expand, giving me an intelligence... It will make you and Weston look like products of the Stone Age. Well, I don't think it's fair for you to sacrifice yourself. It's not fair to humanity. If you die, there'll be nobody to carry on. You know these experiments are illegal. We could never find another subject. It would have to be one of us three or nobody. Well, I'd be willing to take the chance, Dr. Ellsworth. And so would I. You can't go through with this, Dr. Ellsworth. You're needed to direct the experiment. Gentlemen, gentlemen. I see you have the true scientific spirit. Well, since I am unwilling to give up my right to be the subject, and you're unwilling to let me be the subject, then there's only one way out. What's that? We'll draw lots, if you agree. Leave the decision up to fate. That sounds like a good idea. Don't you think so, Barstow? Why, sure, I guess so. Well, it's the only way out, my boy. One of us must be the guinea pig. Now, I'll tear three strips of paper... Now, the lots are arranged in my hand. Whoever gets the short one will submit to the experiment, and there'll be no further objection from any of us. Agreed? Agreed. Right. Choose, gentlemen. Weston? Barstow? Myself? Hmm. I've drawn the short one. Yes. I'd like... I'd like some time to see Barbara, Dr. Ellsworth, before the experiment. I'll give you three weeks to straighten out your affairs, Barstow. 
Then I'll expect you back at the laboratory. Contacts are wide open. Cut the circuit, Weston. That's enough. Well, boss, Joe, are you ready? Quite ready, Dr. Elsewhere. As you know, it may be painful at first, but after the primary series, I don't think you'll notice much. I'm not worried, Dr. Ellsworth. No, of course not. Well, good luck, my boy. Thank you, sir. Contacts open, Weston? Yes, doctor. Then light the circuit. Now, that's fine. I'll keep it steady at 3,000. Prepare for the first injection. We'll give him five electronic unit charges. Valve open. He's out again. Dr. Ellsworth, you think we're doing the right thing? His heartbeat has slowed down so much, I'm afraid. Oh, what, Weston? You're not losing a nerve, are you? Oh, no, no, no. It's only that I thought... Don't do any thinking, Weston. I'll do that part of it. You just check the regenerator charts. Very well, Dr. Ellsworth. Nothing is going to keep me from completing this experiment. And I warn you not to try to interfere, Weston. I'll close the circuit. We'll inject again. 100 cc. Valve over. Three weeks. I can't believe it, Dr. Oswald. Look at him. Twelve feet tall, and you weigh 750 pounds. Of course, Weston. As I told you, there's very little difference, really, between a rat and a man. We're all animals, this doctor. He hasn't given much sign of life during the past few days. You think his body can stand the strain of all this growth? Certainly. In fact, I think we'll give him the final super injection today. About 500 cc should do it. 500? But that's five times what we've been giving him. Yes, Weston. We're building a new skeletal structure. New flesh, cartilage, and bones. Contact's open. Keep it steady at 6,000. We've got to provide the final shock for a system. The valve's completely open, Dr. Ellsworth. All right. Now. Thank <laughs> you. 
so very slowly that it. Well, how does the world look now that you have some elbow room? Small. The world is very small. Thirty feet of muscle and bone. It's my creation. My creation. <laughs> so far. Well, as best I can figure, Doctor, the subject can lift almost 20 times as much weight as an ordinary man and run approximately 60 miles an hour without difficulty. Oddly enough, though, he appears to get along fine on four or five hours sleep a night, but he's consuming food at a rate that's all out of proportion. Well, that's understandable. It's still making an adjustment. Go on. Mentally, very superior. Appears to be able to solve the most complicated problems right in his head. So, just as I predicted. But this morning, though, after I just finished giving him the work test, he pulled up a tree by the roots and waved it at me. It was frightening. I ran and he began laughing. It sounded more like thunder. Well, then you're letting your imagination run away with you. It's quite obvious what's the matter. He's not getting enough exercise. We've got to give him more physical work to do. Come on. There he is. Just sitting on that hill and staring. Yes, Dr. Ellsworth. I want you to take this special shovel we've made for you and take a stretch. Weston will mark it out for you and check your working speed. All right, Dr. Ellsworth. Whatever you say. See? It's quite simple. You've just got to keep him occupied. Dr. Ellsworth, I'd like to ask you a question. Yes? What are we going to do with Bosto? I mean, what are we going to tell the world about it? We can't go on continuing this way. Of course we can. And once we're sure of ourselves, we'll get other men. We'll make giants of them. We're building a race with A race of supermen with which we can rule the world. We've only to learn how to control Barsto so he'll respond to our every command. And then we'll build an army. Doctor, that's not right. You know, Weston, you're a good assistant. It's only when you think that you get into trouble. Barstow, are you awake? Uh-huh. What do you want? I must talk to you. Dr. Ellsworth wants to use me for the next experiment. Oh, what's that to me? I don't think you understand. He's working on a method to control you electronically as a giant. It's what he's been waiting for. And when he can finally control you, he'll begin to make more giants. He wants to build an army of giants so he can take over the world. That isn't true. Dr. Ellsworth is interested only in science. You just don't want to be a freak as I am. Cut off from everything. Just because I was unlucky at drawing lots. No, no. Not unlucky, Barstow. Framed. Dr. Ellsworth and I agreed to volunteer just to get you to volunteer. We 
Well, we arranged the lot so that few would be chosen. Uh, uh, Please, Marshal, that's why I let you know. I wanted you to do something about it before it's too late. Now, what are you going to do? Where are you going? Shut up! Now! Don't push me! No, I can't go! I don't need it! 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 I
sure glad the old man let me have the jet car tonight. Oh, it's a lovely night to go riding with you, Bob. Hey, Helen, you hear something? The motor, you mean? No, no, listen. I hear it now, too. I can't imagine. Oh, well, I guess... Now, look here, sir. What do you know about that creature? Oh, Is he from another planet? Do not Et cetera. Yes, sir. 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 Yes, s
He escaped from a government antibiotic laboratory. He was a subject of an illegal experiment. I'm Dr. Weston. I, I, I work in that laboratory. Well, Earth Man or not, he's a madman. We've got to do something about him. You don't have to do a thing. It'll all be over in a few minutes. Something's happened. I don't see the giant anymore. What do you mean, all over, Dr. Weston? Look at the video screen. There. That's what I mean. Good heaven. It's amazing. Squadron Leader 20 to Control Tower. Something's happened here, sir. I don't see the giant. He's disappeared. What about orders? All police jets and rockets. Attack canceled. Repeat. Attack canceled. So you see, Barbara, I had to thank Weston after all. He's a disagreeable character, but if he hadn't acted so properly as soon as he found out, those rockets would have finished me. <laughs> Ellsworth tried to kill Weston, didn't he, after you broke away? Yes, but they're right. Weston managed to get outside the cage, and they killed Dr. Ellsworth instead. And shortly after that, the rats fell into a coma, and Weston examined one by X-ray, and he discovered that the new bone structure was in the process of dissolving into cartilage, and that cartilage into flesh, which would soon melt away. And he realized their size had only been maintained by the injections. And it'd soon be back to their original skeletal structure. That's why he went to the police. Yes, but how did he know you'd shrink, too? Because they stopped giving me the injections. Oh, seeing you're here like this, I can't believe all those stories in the paper about you. A horrible picture. I can hardly believe it myself, Barbara. It's like a bad dream. Oh, yes. Here's what I came back for. Dr. Ellsworth, safe. Oh, what's in it? Here they are. And here they go. You're burning them. Years of scientific research up in flames. Huh. But I don't want another man ever to go through what I did. Cut off from humanity to be just a specimen in some scientist zoo. I found out one thing, Barbara. Thickness isn't a matter of size. A man can be 30 feet tall or he can be 6 feet tall. It's what he has in his heart that counts. This world doesn't need bigger, more powerful physical specimens. It needs men with bigness of soul. Who can love, respect their fellow men. story on 2000 Plus. The strange adventure of a man who found nothing and was terrified. Be sure to listen next week to Alone. 2000 Plus is produced by Dreyer and Wilson Productions Incorporated. In today's cast, Joseph Julian was Barstow, Henry Norell was Ellsworth, Ron Clark was Weston, Rhino Rayburn was Barker, Wharton Lawrence was the commissioner, and Bruce Evans was partner. The script was written by Julie Snyder. Composed by Elliot Jacoby, the orchestra conducted by Emerson Buckley. Sound, Walt Shaver and Adrian Tenner. Engineer, Bob Albright. This is Ken Marvin speaking.